Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. So today, inshallah, we're continuing with the names of Allah. And today we're going to be doing the name of Allah, Al-Wahhab. We're going to be speaking about Al-Wahhab. Al-Wahhab can be translated as the bestower of gifts or the constant bestower of gifts. Why? Because it's from the root verb of Wahhaba Yahabu, Wahban or Wahban or Hibatan, Fahuwa Wahibun, which means to bestow, to grant, to gift. It also means to give without compensation and to cause something to be, like you give something, like you produce something. Um, and Al-Wahhab only shows up three times in the Qur'an, and this name Al-Wahhab is on the fa'al pattern, which means that it's yadullu ala tikrar. It indicates repetition over and over and over again, uh, uh, that Allah is giving gifts constantly. Every breath you take, every heartbeat, every time, you know, the bacteria uh, are being destroyed by your antibodies in your body, you know, I don't know, digestion of food, uh, whatever it may be. Um, all this subhanAllah taking place, all these things, you know, your hair follicles growing, whatever. We can go into so much detail about all the little operations that are going on within your body that you don't even pay any attention to whatsoever. Even the growing of your nails, subhanAllah, something, something small like that. It's all taking place and these are all little gifts that Allah Ta'ala is giving you. To keep in mind the food that is being produced so that you can eat it in a few weeks from now. That You know, you can imagine, you know, uh, the rain falling so that crops can grow. You're going to be eating that stuff soon after it gets all pro- uh, processed and produced and so forth and put into your um, a local grocery store. So subhanAllah, like things like that, we don't think about how much is taking place that is sustaining me and taking care of me. SubhanAllah, that's because Allah is constantly giving us gifts. Allah is Al-Wahhab. Tayyip. What's interesting is that this name of Allah occurs three times in the Quran, uh, once in Surah Ali Imran and twice in Surah Sad. And we're going to take a look at those ayat. What's interesting is that if you take an, uh, a very quick overview of the context of these three different ayat, the first one is about the gift of understanding the Qur'an. The second one is the gift of sending the Prophet and choosing him out of every other option. And the third one is about the gift of worldly dominance. And we're going to explore all three of these ayat in a second. But I just want to uh, highlight the fact that, subhanAllah, the fact that two are about this deen, and one is about the dunya. It's reminiscent of the ayah in which Allah Ta'ala says, That you're thinking double uh, the amount about the afterlife. You know, you're saying, our Lord, give us uh, uh, that which is good in this life and give, give us, you know, the best and that which is good in the, other li- in the, in the next life and protect us from the punishment of uh, the fire. So one thing for dunya and then two things for the akhirah. SubhanAllah, very, very interesting. Anyhow, uh, as for the first mention of this name of Allah, Al-Wahhab, it's in Surah Ali Imran, ayah number three. Uh, and the context is talking about uh, exegesis or the way that we extract meaning, tafsir, the way we extract meaning from the Quran. I'm not going to go through the full ayah because it's, it's a lengthy ayah, but Allah Ta'ala is going through and explaining that we are supposed to extract the meaning from the Quran in a sincere way, not with, not by uh, injecting our own assumptions and ideas into the Qur'an. That's called eisegesis. And so I just want to mention this because it's important as a concept, the difference between exegesis and eisegesis. It's the difference between listening to a text or reading a text so that you can understand it versus imposing your own ideas or telling the text what you think it should be saying. Um, uh, or, yeah, exegesis means to draw out as in the meaning of a text, and eisegesis is when a commenter draws in or imports their own subjective interpretation into the text, unsupported by the text itself. Anyway, after Allah Ta'ala talks about this, uh, you find the very next ayah, Allah says what? رَبَّنَا لَا تُزِغْ قُلُوبَنَا بَعْدَ إِذْ هَدَيْتَنَا وَهَبْ لَنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةِ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَّابِ so after talking about the difference between the, the correct way of interpreting Qur'an versus the incorrect way of interpreting Qur'an, we make the dua, Our Lord, let, let, uh, not, uh, let, uh, uh, let not our hearts deviate after you have guided us and grant us from yourself mercy. Indeed, you are 
the bestower of gifts. So subhanAllah, you're recognizing that the greatest gift that you can have is guidance, revelation, correct understanding of this Quran. So subhanAllah, well yes, uh, the lesson here is that Al-Wahhab gives the best gifts, gives, gives the best gifts, and the best gift uh, is the correct understanding of the Quran. The next uh, context is what? Surah 38, which is uh, Surah Sad, ayah number nine, in which Allah Ta'ala says, well, I should say the context is talking about what? The disbelievers claiming that they're more deserving of being chosen as a prophet, uh, presumably, presumably because of what they possess. Allah Ta'ala says, أُنزِلَ عَلَيْهِ الذِّكْرُ مِن بَيْنِنَا بَلْ هُمْ فِي شَكٍ مِن ذِكْرِ بَلْ لَمَّا يَذُوقُوا عَذَابٍ أَمْ عِنْدَهُمْ خَزَائِنُ رَحْمَةِ رَبِّكَ الْعَزِيزَ الْوَهَّابِ Allah says, has the message been revealed to him out of all the rest of us? This is a, Allah is quoting the disbelievers. They're asking defiantly, has the message been revealed to him out of all of us? How could this be the case? Rather, they are in doubt about my message. Rather, they have not yet tasted my punishment. Or do they have the depositories of mercy, uh, of the mercy of your Lord, the exalted in might, and the bestower of gifts. So subhanAllah, Allah Ta'ala is commenting here about how the disbelievers are in shock. Why would he, the Prophet Muhammad be chosen as a prophet instead of us? And Allah Ta'ala is responding by saying, do you hold the treasures and the keys to all of my mercy, uh, to all of this power? Uh, uh, you know, do you, of course not, you don't have this. Allah is Al-Aziz and Al-Wahhab. And the fact that these two come together imply what? He gives all kinds of gifts because he is Al-Wahhab and he's doing it all the time. And he, why? Because he has the power to do so. He's Al-Aziz. He is the one who has the authority to do so. And nobody can give anybody anything without his authority. So Allah Ta'ala is saying, yes, I'm the authority who chooses who's going to be a prophet. And I'm the one who's going to gift this guidance to who I will. And you people questioning and saying, well, I don't think he's fit. I think I'm more fit. This is absolute nonsense. And another important lesson here is that Al-Wahhab, Allah Ta'ala, is the one who chose the Prophet because he has the best qualities that Allah gifted him. That Allah Ta'ala gave this Prophet you know, the most eloquent speech, the most truthful, the most kind, the most, all these, the best, uh, the most honest, all these great, great qualities. And also because through the Prophet the greatest number of people will be gifted, inshallah Ta'ala, with Qur'an and Sunnah. So obviously uh, Allah Ta'ala could have chosen anybody, but Allah knows that had I chosen this person, number one, he didn't have the same gifts that the Prophet has, number one. And number two, you would not have been successful, this other person would not have been successful in conveying this Islam to uh, the greatest number of people. And therefore, I chose the Prophet instead. Why? Because he's going to be able to gift this Islam to the largest number of people. So that's the second context. And finally, the third context is also Surah Sad, ayah number 35, in which Allah Ta'ala is talking about Sulaiman who was making dua and praying for an unmatched kingdom, a kingdom that nobody had before him, nobody had after him, something that is so unique because it was such a special and incredible power that Allah gave him. So he makes the dua. قَالَ رَبِّ اغْفِرْ لِي وَهَبْ لِي مُلْكًا لَا يَنْبَغِي لِأَحَدٍ مِنْ بَعْدِي إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْوَهَابِ He said, oh my Lord, forgive me and grant me, and using the word grant, وَهَبْ as in bless me, gift me. And grant me a kingdom such as will not belong to anybody after me. Indeed, you are the perpetual and constant bestower of gifts. So, subhanAllah, very uh, incredible ayah where you find that uh, Sulaiman made dua for the greatest kingdom that humanity would ever see, and that's exactly what he got. I mean, it doesn't matter how rich and powerful you are, you do not have power over the wind, you do not have power over the jinn, you do not, you, nobody's going to have the power that Sulaiman had. 
And so yes, we should always remember that Allah is Al-Wahhab, meaning that He is the one who gifted us with life, with health, with forgiveness, with wealth, with good relationships, with the difficulties that made you a better person, made you stronger in the process, and even the difficulties that missed you. So the fact that Allah Ta'ala blessed you in so many ways, whatever car crash you didn't get into, whatever sickness you didn't contract, SubhanAllah, these are all gifts from Allah Ta'ala as well. Now, in terms of the verb, wahaba, wahaba yahabu, we talked about uh, uh, this, this verb earlier, and when you look throughout the Qur'an and see how many times this verb is used, one thing that is very, very consistent is that it's constantly used for children. Why? Because children are a gift. And really, when you think about it, without going into too much uh, graphic detail here, when you think about the idea of a man and woman coming together and what they do in the bedroom, intimacy, in order to create a human being, that process is in no way complex enough to know how to design a brain, how to design an eye, how to design lungs. How, you know, we as human beings, we don't know how to do these things. And yet Allah Ta'ala gifts us with children. We just come together and do the physical act that everybody's aware of. And subhanAllah, the gift that comes from it is this incredibly sophisticated, incredibly designed, beautiful child that comes out that in a million years you could never uh, build in a laboratory or with a machine or whatever the case may be. SubhanAllah. And so, yes, what I'm trying to say here is what? That children are a gift. And so we should be so grateful to Allah Ta'ala that He gifts us children and we should pay attention to the fact that Allah uses this verb wahaba every time He talks about the gift of children. For instance, Allah says, Our Lord, grant us from among our wives, as in gift us from amongst our wives and our offspring, comfort to our eyes and make us an example make us an example for the righteous. So this is a dua begging Allah Ta'ala that he gifts us with not just children, but also first a wife, uh, a spouse, and then also children, inshallah Ta'ala, that will be such a joy to us that they will actually bring tears to our eyes, like tears of joy. And that's the expression, coolness of my eyes, meaning what? That I cry tears of joy because of how happy I am to be with my spouse and to be with my kids and how righteous they are. So that's one dua you're supposed to make. Furthermore, uh, that Allah, He grants or He gifts to whom He wills a female and He grants and gifts to whom He will a male. So the fact that Allah Ta'ala is describing giving a male or a female child with this term gifting is just powerful. Allah says, Alhamdulillah that Ibrahim said, praise is due to all praise due to Allah who has granted to me in old age Ismail and Ishaq. The fact that he says, what? Wahabali. He gave me this gift of these two kids. Furthermore, Allah says, Wahabana li Dawuda Suleiman. And we gifted Dawood, uh, uh, we gave him, we gifted him Suleiman. And then Allah Ta'ala says, Wahabana lahu Yahya. That we gave this gift of Yahya uh, to Zakaria, of course. Uh, so many ayat like this, always about gifting a child, gifting a child. This is for Ayyub after he was sick and tested, so you know he had all his patience. Then Allah Ta'ala specifically says that what? We granted him, his family, and the like with them. And this means what? That he was doubled in family in terms of not only did he get his family back, but he also had got to uh, get, uh, I don't know how many wives he had, but based on how many wives he had and how many children he had, imagine doubling that after he showed patience and uh, went through all the uh, difficulty that he went through, subhanAllah. And again, it's wife, children, they're all being described as a gift. Then Allah says what? And we, we gave or we gift him Ishaq, and then after Ishaq, Ya'qub, and placed in his descendants prophethood and scripture. So, now that these points are clear about this verb and about this name of Allah Ta'ala, Al-Wahhab, how does this apply to us? How do we take this name of Allah, Al-Wahhab, and apply it into our lives? First and foremost, you need to give without any expectation. Allah Ta'ala is al-wahhab, meaning the one who gives gifts and doesn't uh, expect. He just keeps giving more and more and more. 
So subhanAllah, we need to give without expectation. Allah says what? That we should be the ones saying what? We feed you only for the face of Allah and we do not wish for you any reward or any gratitude. It's very difficult to give somebody a gift or to do somebody a favor and to literally not even want them to say thanks. Most of us, deep in our hearts, we're kind of like, it would be nice if you were at least say thank you. But I want you next time, try to drop it off, walk away before the guy even gets a chance to say thank you. And mashallah, I've seen many cases in my, my life, some people, mashallah, they have such good character that when they do a favor and if anybody mentions like, hey man, remember that time you helped me out? They're like, what? No, 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 don't talk about that. Like they, they get annoyed and offended. Like don't, don't bring it up. Like, why are, you, why are you bringing that up? Like, I did that and I forgot about it. Like, it's like it doesn't exist. And if you can maintain that sort of um, attitude where you completely want to do the deed and forget about it to the point that's like, let's not even talk about it. Please don't even bring it up. This, mashallah, goes to show a level of humility and it goes to show a level of sincerity because you didn't get your reward from the person. You get it only from Allah. The Prophet also says, tahadu tahabu, which means what? Which means give gifts to each other and you will love one another. Giving gifts increases the uh, love between brothers and sisters. It, first and foremost, it increases the love and the closeness between the Muslims and the non-Muslims. So you want to do, give gifts in order for da'wah, to bring them closer to you so they can embrace Islam, number one. Furthermore, if you two people are fighting, bring a gift, and inshallah all this uh, pain or frustration will dissipate. And number three, between the spouses, of course, we want to maintain happy homes. We want to make sure that husbands and wives are doing well to make sure it's a good basis for the children, for the family. So be regular in giving gifts, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa uses gifts. Uh, uh, no, no, excuse me. We need to use Allah's gifts for whatever is pleasing to Him. This is also a very, very important point. When we remember that Allah is Al-Wahhab, if we keep in mind that Allah is Al-Wahhab, what that means is every time I'm gifted with something, I'm going to use it for Allah's sake. You know, this laptop right here, it was a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so I need to ask myself, how can I use this for the sake of Allah? How can I use anything I have? This voice that I'm using, okay, I have to use it for the sake of Allah. Whatever it is, whatever you have, Say to yourself, if this is a gift from Allah, I need to use it for his sake. Why? Because Allah Ta'ala mentions, Work, O family of David, in gratitude. And this is a very, very important concept that shukr isn't just feel shukr. Allah didn't just say, speak shukr, like say thank you, or say alhamdulillah, or say ashkurullah, or whatever. Allah doesn't say feel or uh, say it. Allah instead says, work it. Act and behave and work your gratitude. In other words, if I'm gifted a car, I need to not just be grateful by saying thank you for the car. Yes, you say that. You say, alhamdulillah, great. But now say to yourself, how can I use this car for Allah's sake? For example, going to the masjid. Uh, furthermore, the more gratitude means the more gifts you're going to get. As Allah Ta'ala says, what? Allah Ta'ala tells us that if you are grateful, I will surely increase you. So, of course, this is how we should treat it. And, of course, the gift, uh, one of the greatest gifts is guidance and prophethood. In fact, Allah Ta'ala says, And we gifted him out of our mercy, his brother Aaron, as a prophet. So subhanAllah, this was a gift that Allah Ta'ala gave Musa salam, that, okay, you're going to get supported by your brother, he's going to be a prophet as well. What an incredible gift, uh, making the guidance, prophethood, and making sure that there's that support. Keep in mind, that there is the gift as well, sometimes we don't think about this, the gift of good company. The gift of good company is absolutely crucial. What do I mean by this? Well, for instance, uh, we know that the Prophet ﷺ says, مَا بَعَثَ اللَّهُ مِن نَبِيٍ وَلَا إِسْتَخْلَفَ مِن خَلِيفَةٍ إِلَّا كَانَتْ لَهُ أَبِطَانَتَانِ 
بطانة تأمره بالمعروف وتحضه عليه وبطانة تأمره بالشر وتحضه عليه فالمعصوم من عصم الله تعالى that Allah Ta'ala never sends a prophet or gives the caliphate to a khalifa except that he, the prophet or the caliph has two groups of advisors you're always going to have these two groups of advisors around him uh, one group advising him to do good and you know uh, encouraging him to do uh, you know good things and the other group advising to evil and pushing him and encouraging him towards it but the protected person against such evil advisors is the one protected by Allah so in other words the prophet is giving a very interesting hadith mentioning what pay close attention to the people you have around you because they're going to be advising you and you need to recognize that good company is actually a gift from Allah Ta'ala how do you uh, re uh, how do you react to a gift? You should pray that Allah Ta'ala does not remove your blessings. We know the Prophet taught us a beautiful dua in Sahih Muslim. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min zawali ni'matik. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min zawali ni'matik. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min zawali ni'matik. So what is this dua? I'm just repeating it so we all memorize it inshallah. Oh Allah, I take refuge in you from the removal of your blessings. I take refuge in you from the removal of, your, of my blessings. Whatever blessings... Uh, remover of your blessings, the ones that you have blessed upon me. Meaning what? That Allah Ta'ala has blessed us so abundantly, given us so many gifts, and you want to make dua that they only increase and never decrease, inshallah Ta'ala. It could be the case that Allah Ta'ala could remove your gifts because of sin. We know Allah Ta'ala mentions, وَضَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا قَرْيَةً كَانَتْ آمِنَةً مُطْمَئِنَّةً يَأْتِيهَا رِزْكُهَا رَغَدًا مِنْ كُلِّ مَكَانٍ فَكَفَرَتْ بِأَنْعُمِ اللَّهِ فَأَذَاقَهَا فَأَذَاقَهَا اللَّهُ لِبَاسَ الْجُوعِ Allah Ta'ala says, and Allah presented the example of a city which was safe and secure. Its provision coming into it in abundance from every location, but it denied the favors of Allah. So this is what happens when you fall into sin and kufr. What happens next? So Allah made it taste the envelopment of uh, hunger and fear. Why? Because of what they had been doing. So subhanAllah, because of sin, it could be that Allah, Al-Wahhab, the one who constantly gives gifts, will actually reduce the gifts that are coming to you. So be very cautious of that. And remember that even if gifts aren't coming your way, even if you don't feel a strong sense of gratitude, even if you're going through hardship, the Prophet taught us to say what? Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. All praise due to Allah in every circumstance. So be grateful anywhere. Anyway, why? Because as the Prophet says, that strange is the affair of the believer, that in times of hardship, yeah, you know, he's patient, and that's good for him in the times of ease and blessings. He's grateful, and there that is good for him. And this is only the case for the believer. So simply put, that the believer is always between sabr and shukr. If you're hard times, sabr, that's good for you, patience. If you're in good times, shukr, gratitude, that's good for you. Uh, furthermore, we know that Osama bin Zayd al-Anhu, he says what? He, uh, he mentioned that the Prophet said, Inna lillahi ma akhada walahu ma a'ata wa kulu indahu bi ajalin musamma fal tasbir wal tahtasib. That whatever Allah takes, is for him, and what are he, whatever he gives is for him. And everything with him has limited and fixed terms in this world, so, uh, 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 so um, a person should be patient and hope for Allah's reward. So simply put, you should always be in the circumstance of what? Recognizing that be patient and accept the fact that everything you've been given in this dunya is going to go away at some point. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to give, and, but of course this dunya is short, we have to be accepting of that. And furthermore, don't complain. Why? Because if you love to complain, then Allah is going to give you what you love. Allah is going to give you more to complain about. Uh, and we don't want to be those type of people. We should always remember that, yes, hardships may come, 
but pain is, as the nice proverb says, pain will leave the body once it has finished teaching you. So even sometimes difficulty can be a gift. I recently heard a proverb that said, uh, uh, pain is the gift that nobody wants, right? It is a gift in the sense that when you go through hardships, you learn, you learn more, uh, but nobody likes it because obviously it's pain. But yes, even the difficulties you go through, be grateful because Allah Ta'ala is Al-Wahhab. Final few points, inshallah Ta'ala, this is the last point I want to mention, is what? You want to give more so you can get more. The more generous you are, inshallah, the more blessings come your way. Listen to this final hadith of the Prophet because it's very, very important. The Prophet tells us what? إِنَّ لِلَّهِ أَقْوَامًا اِخْتَصَّهُمْ بِالنِّعَمِ لِمَنَافِعِ الْعِبَادِ يُقِرُّهُمْ فِيهَا مَا بَذَلُوهَا فَإِذَا مَنَعُوهَا نَزَعَهَا مِنْهُمْ Indeed, Allah has people who He's chosen for blessings because of how much they benefit others. Allah chooses certain people to bless them. Why? Because of how much they benefit others. He grants them these blessings so long as they keep giving them. And when they withhold these blessings, He removes the blessings from them and transfers, transfers them to somebody other than Him. So SubhanAllah, could it be the case that the only reason you are getting that raise or getting becoming more wealthy or getting that special job or finishing that degree so that you can make lots and lots of money, maybe it's the case that Allah is giving you this not because it's your rizq, but just because Allah Ta'ala knows that yes, a certain portion of it is for Him, but another huge portion of it is for other people that He's going to generously uh, give to. And I'm going to keep blessing this guy because I know he's going to keep on giving. So may Allah Ta'ala make us of those who are generous. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala bless us and help us to give so that we can receive more of Allah's gifts. Ameen Ya Rabbil Ameen. Jazakallah khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.